The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Welcome back to Becky All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. That was Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy saying that his team can very well bounce back after that brutal loss of the 49ers just a week ago. It is Monday Night Football. The Cowboys are one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at the Los Angeles Chargers. The total is 51, Joe. The better quarterback is getting points at home coming off a bye. Is it just that simple? Has anybody heard uh, a take on the Cowboys? Is anybody's picking the Cowboys? Because anecdotally, I have not. And that makes perfect sense coming off the performance from last week. I've only heard Chargers action. Uh, That's probably why the numbers come down a little bit. So it was two and a half, sitting one and a half. You mentioned a very high total. That's why it's probably not something you want to start a teaser leg with. But because the total's so high, but man... Are the Cowboys going to win by multiple scores? Are they going to win by more than a touchdown? Uh, I don't know about that. I don't trust either head coach. I've had a tough time with this game, and, I, and I've landed on, on one specific thing. This feels like a prop night to me. You're betting Monday Night Football. You're probably going to want to look to the props because I just don't have any interest in the side of total. Maybe you guys do. Now, the lack of trust in the coaches for both sides, I certainly understand. What we harped on, everybody was harping on all offseason, was how this is going to change for Herbert. You know, even even without Mike Williams. Now, we'll see. Let's see multiple games without Mike Williams to see how it looks. But if you look at the success of Herbert, he's number two in the NFL, completion percentage above expectation. He's number six in air yards. And that's what was the big thing with Lombardi? People were killing him with the charges. You've got to make a change at OC. You bring in Kellen Moore. They've made that change. And then, of course, the revenge spot. Like, you'd have to imagine that Kellen Moore has some stuff dialed up for this game. Like, he circled this game in the offseason. And that his good plays are going to be used in this spot. Tough matchup. I just keep going back to Herbert props. That's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. The, the passing touchdown prop is one and a half. 
And probably part of that is because it's a tougher matchup. It didn't look like that last week, but it is a tougher matchup. He's about even money for an interception. I'm sure he's going to take his passing attempts. And longest completion is 36 and a half, just like the attempts number. And the yardage, passing yardage is 274 and a half. Guys, that's what I keep going back to. I keep looking at Herbert props and uh, how we can make money off of that because I – I had a tough time with the side. Same thing with the total on the week of unders. Anybody want willing to jump in on an over 51 in this game with the Cowboys <laughs> defense on the field? I don't know about that one. I'm with you, except I was looking at the other quarterback. Shocking. I know. I was looking at Dak props because three plus. I, I mean, three plus. The, the, <laughs> no, I, I, the Chargers defense has been terrible. I think that yeah. maybe this is somewhat of a bounce back game. His passing yards prop seems pretty sharp. So unless you really have a strong opinion that Dak's just going to go off, I'm. I was actually looking at his passing touchdowns over one and a half. I also looked at the Chargers being terrible against the run. They rank 28th in run defense DVOA. You'll see it in the insights. Tony Pollard over on rush yards. That number has been bet up already to 69 and a half. Even at that number, he's gone over it three times this season. Three out of five games, he's gone over 69 and a half rush yards. Also... This one could be a little dicey. Dax rush yards, 10 and a half. Maybe he can go over that too. Maybe he'll get involved a little bit in the run game. It's not a lot to ask of Dak, but it's not like this is what he does all the time, um, being a rushing quarterback. So, you know, I guess you could be, be careful with that one. But yeah, over uh, one and a half passing touchdowns for Dak against this really bad Chargers defense. I like it because really the Chargers have to rely on their offense to win games. Yeah, you're right about that. It was one of those uh, misnomers when it came to analyzing the Chargers defense because they've got great individual players. You go, well, how could this defense be bad? They've got Khalil Mack and they got this and they got that. Well, actually, the scheme is brutal. One of those things where like we were worried so much about switching offensive coordinators in the offseason you know, something needs to be done with this defense because they invested way too much in that group. And to have this kind of output really is embarrassing on so many levels. It is interesting, Joe, you brought up the idea of how in the world could this game be 51 when that Cowboys defense, apart from last week, has been so dominant for so long. Maybe Justin Herbert throws pick sixes. Maybe that's why the number is that way. Well, the reason is because, first off, you look at the laundry list of players in the Cowboys injury report. Granted, a lot of them will be playing, but still, though, you have nicks and cuzzes and bruises and all sorts of stuff to where that's going to be a bit of an issue where not everybody's 100%. So that's number one. Number two, key player who's out for the Cowboys, linebacker Leighton Vander Esch. What that could mean is that Micah Parsons could be defensive player of the year, may have to play back a little bit more at outside linebacker than mm-hmm. than probably being a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage and then forcing offensive linemen to sort of double team and account for him, things like that. I think that might make Micah Parsons a little bit weaker 
because he does have to play back a little bit, uh, you know, for coverage, run stopping, all sorts of stuff. So I look at this and say that this Cowboys defense will not be the same unit that we saw the last several weeks. Uh, you know, certainly not what we saw against the Jets and Giants. So in that respect, I think the total is a little bit sharper than maybe we want to believe it is. But as far as a side is concerned, I think one of the things that we have forgotten is that back in week one, the Chargers were an absolute dogfight against the Dolphins. And we love the Miami Dolphins. That is a phenomenal offense. And Justin Herbert and company kept up with them. Now, granted, they mm -hmm. don't have Mike Williams. I understand that. But the personnel is still stout enough to where this Chargers offense can score a bunch of points, I think, on just about anybody. So I look at this and say, you know what? With this Cowboys offense and all the play calling being bereft of you know true genius, I think, this is a deal where I think the Chargers can win this game outright. And I think that will be the wake-up call to do things differently with Dak Prescott and company. Yep, certainly makes sense. Uh, anytime touchdowns, let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. One thing that certainly stands out with the Cowboys is Ferguson. He has 11 red zone targets. That is second most in the NFL. He has one touchdown. So all these red zone targets he's getting, he becomes a popular anytime touchdown bet, but they're not resulting in scores. One on the year, right. he's plus 270. I'm sure people are going to bet it after looking at the red zone targets, but just keep in mind that he, he only has one touchdown on the season. One that really stands out to me over on the Chargers side, Parham, plus 525 mm. for an anytime touchdown. Second most mm. red zone looks on the team with seven. Yeah, part of that is because Eckler has not been out there and we're used to him being the guy you go to once you're in the red zone. And we'll probably see some of that tonight. But that's a mighty juicy number, better than five to one for, I believe he's got, Parham has a couple of touchdowns on the year at, at least. Um, so you always get a good number with these tight ends, but this one makes sense. And we we have some good numbers here for a game with such a high total of 51. Uh I know it's late in the game is kind of garbage time. Turpin's had some looks in the red zone. And he's mm -hmm. eight to one for an anytime touchdown over on the Cowboys side. So I like some of these uh, these big numbers for anytime touchdowns. And yeah, Parham, he scored a touchdown in two of the four games. He had a two touchdown game against Minnesota a couple weeks ago. So I like him as well. Yeah, in terms of uh, insights... Yeah, in terms of insights for uh, BetMGM, one of the things that I find interesting is that uh, a lot of folks in the marketplace believe that we are going to have a higher scoring affair despite all of the unders that we saw yesterday. CeeDee Lamb mm -hmm. to score the first touchdown at 11-1. to Keenan Allen to score an anytime touchdown at even money. It, Aaron, it does seem like that you know, the folks who are betting on this game really do believe that we're going to see a lot of touchdowns unlike what we saw yesterday. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if this should be an under, if it will go the other way. But both of these defenses haven't been overly impressive. I mean, the Cowboys suffering some injuries, the Chargers, we already talked about that. What about Quentin Johnston? Did anyone look at him and his receiving yards? Could he get Ugh. more action tonight, or is that a stay away? It, is he just... dead to me? Is he dead to me? <laughs> is he dead to us? Him Not too? just to me, but well, to us. Under? 
<laughs> under when them. you killed Ridley, sure. when you killed Ridley, he had a good game. No, that was two weeks later, actually. Um, right. It's going to happen at some point, but his high mark is 18 yards in the last game against Vegas. I just. But his prop is 30. I see a 34 and a half, 30 and a half. What about an under? Uh, yeah. Or just stay away because you don't know. I would consider that. Because his game yeah. log does not match with the number, his prop number. I'm thinking, are the books just expecting this guy to have a huge game? Because no. 18, 10, yeah. 7, 9, I don't get okay, it. So Why is he at Where's it going to go? It's it's going to go to Keenan. It's going to go to Eckler. It's going to go to Palmer. Like There are a number yes. of weapons that it's going to go to before Quentin Johnson. I, I'm kind of in the mode of, all right, prove it to me first. So, yeah, if you're going to make a bet on him, under seems like the play. The only scary thing is one explosive play from this Chargers team, and that could be dead. You know what I mean? Right. I need a sweat in it, this game. I might, right. I might just bet that. Nothing like a riveting <laughs> prop under for a wide receiver. No, I, I think the numbers agree with you, Aaron. I, I think that one makes a whole lot of sense. You know what I find fascinating is that Jake Ferguson, uh, minus 130 to go over three and a half receptions. 99% of the bets are on the over. I like the under. I don't know if he gets to three and a half in large part mm -hmm. because if this is a sharp total, then it's a wide receiver game. They're going to CeeDee Lamb. They're going to Michael Gallup. They're, they're going to Brandon Cooks. They're not going to Jake Ferguson. Not to mention, Joe, I think you hit the nail on the head as far as this whole red zone woe thing where, yeah, he's being targeted a lot because you're supposed to like those one-on-one -on -one matchups with a tight end. It's not working out for one reason or another. This is a wide receiver game for the Cowboys if it is going to be higher scoring. And if it's not, then the targets are still going that way, but they're turning into interceptions or incompletions. And then that is a huge problem where this Cowboys offense might be worse than we thought. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus I think we're going to get a good game. I'm hopeful okay. that we're going to get a good game. We got a close game last night. Um, I wouldn't say a good game. We can't say it was a good game on Thursday. Uh, last Sunday night, not so much. Monday night, not so much. <laughs> last Monday. Uh, I, 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 I hope the market's right. Because if, if this is a close, high-scoring affair, I think we're going to be all really happy. Yeah, I agree. I don't know I why find. I feel like this could yeah, be yeah. a Cowboys bounce back situation and they do look dominant again. Mm -hmm. The trends uh -oh. suggest that that's probably what's going to happen. 
One thing that I am grateful we haven't brought up, but others will, is this whole notion of SoFi Stadium not being a home field advantage for the Chargers. Therefore, you need to you know turn this into like a four or five point swing as far as the spread is concerned. I am grateful I haven't heard that very much, but I know it's going to come up a good bit between now and kickoff. And that's I heard why it. I am going to entertain myself with baseball <laughs> so that I don't have to hear such garbage. Wait, what? What's what which part of it is garbage? Well, okay, I get that. All right, SoFi is not going to be as big of a home field advantage as say other stadiums in the National Football League. But right. this idea that Cowboys fans are going to fill up the joint and it's really going it. to be a, a North Texas home field advantage. No, guys, that's not how this works. It is not I think how it this kinda, works. At all. I actually think it is with training camp in Oxnard. This being a former San Diego team, I think it'll be more than 50, maybe 75% Cowboys fans. I would not <laughs> be surprised. Cowboys fans are everywhere. I, they are everywhere. And they're always going to be a massive contingent wherever they go, but it's not going to be 75%. No. You know, you know where I've heard that another team I've heard that a lot about, and it's usually wrong, Raiders games. People will assume, oh, yes. everybody's gonna go. Everybody's gonna go out there because it's Las Vegas. Yeah, you're right. There's gonna be some Steeler fans there. Yeah, there's gonna be some fans of the other. There's some Patriots fans there yesterday, but seventy five percent. No, no, Raiders are big in Vegas. Like that's that's that one's completely out of bounds. <laughs> Aaron, the Cowboys one makes more sense, I think, just because training camp's been there forever, and the Chargers mm -hmm. did play for a long time in another city. Mm -hmm. But I mean, San Diego's only two hours away. Like you still have residents of San Diego making the trip, and especially on a Monday night, twenty-five percent. I, I, that's not, <laughs> not going to be greater than twenty-five percent. No, this I can't is not going to be a Cowboys home field advantage. Like you don't just swing things four to five points because no, no, that's not. Where are we? And it's an Aaron's open like, stadium too. Cowboys, let's go. I know. I can't wait. I, I'm uncomfortable. Situational, situational. Yes. You know, game it's a game. situationship <laughs> with the Dallas Cowboys. Let's just call it out the way it is. A situationship. This is MQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, an action-packed weekend on the college gridiron and league championship series in Major League Baseball are underway. We will dive into all of the above right here on the BetQL Network.